Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for February the 28th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two of two in the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the checks and balances, due process of law, and more all based on the supreme law of the land as our constitutional guide. Welcome to the broadcast. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Sheriff Mack is with me. Welcome back, sir. Thank you very much, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. Man, I got a plethora of topics to cover with you today, sir. (laughs) Um, We had on Rachel Alexander, a well-known, brave journalist. And she says that she's a uh, a journalist and a recovering uh, recovering attorney. ArizonaSunTimes.com is who she writes for. And she wrote an incredible breakdown of explosive testimony from Jackie Berger at the Senate Elections and House Municipal Oversight and Elections Joint Meeting. Uh, And in that testimony, Jackie accuses Hobbs, Fontes, the election firm Runback, and judges of racketeering (laughs) in Arizona. Mesa, Arizona, they say, is now run by the Mexican Sinaloa Drug Cartel, including the Elections Board, police departments, the prosecutors and judges. In Mesa, the the DA, believe it or not, is making up charges against people on behalf of the cartels. You know what? This is serious, serious in its allegations. Rachel wrote about it, broke it down. The event was five hours plus long. This lady's testimony, Jackie's testimony, was about 40, almost 50 minutes long, 43 minutes long, something like that. Uh, And she really brought the goods, signatures that don't match, title uh, information. So she comes from a title world where they do titles uh, on land and such. And she is basically documenting how they funnel illegal money, money launder, through these fake titles, fake people, fake names. She documented that there's databases that were designed to have backdoors from the get-go and that two people uh, are the the key. Uh, They're both named Chavez, a mother uh, and a daughter. Uh, And these two ladies are the ones that are uh, literally forging signatures and acting on the cartel's behalf. Then she documents it's not only in the state of Arizona, but it primarily surfaces in Arizona. Sheriff, do you want to respond to these allegations? Yeah, I've seen that. And uh, there's a, a couple of surprises on this that um, some staunch uh, some staunch people who I know very well in uh, the state legislature that are uh, actually disavowing this and, and – um, backing up, pulling away from this, even though they're very much involved in um, election fraud concerns and crimes happening in the state. Uh, I I had several emails about this, 
and uh, including uh, from our CSPOA members and, and director here in Arizona. And uh, you you know these people very well also. And I said the same thing. I said, I I hope that there is sufficient evidence to prove what they're talking about. Uh, and that's what I will still say on this show today, Sam. Uh, I hope they have the evidence, but this is these are astonishing accusations against every facet, and and Mesa is is considered one of the most conservative areas in uh, Maricopa County, uh, being the uh, second is it the second largest city in in Arizona or or third? Anyway, uh, it's a it, it's, it's a one of the largest, no doubt. Area. Yeah, it's a big it's a big area. So that, uh, to think that there's not corruption in Mesa uh, would not be accurate. Uh, you know, it it would it would stand to reason, especially when the mayor of Mesa uh, pulled a Rusty Bowers and was all for uh, Biden and and liberal stuff going on in the country, and uh, so uh, I think his name's Giles, Mayor Giles, but. but I, I could be wrong. I don't really know him, and I don't really care about him. So, you know, Sam, what we do know is there have been uh, extreme, obvious crimes committed in Maricopa County and in several other counties across the state. Uh, there are uh, election fraud deniers right and left. And, and and Sam, the, what's the big news coming out this morning? All over uh, NBC and uh, Fox that the U.S. Marshals' computers were hacked. And so immediately I thought, no, that would be that would be impossible because computers aren't hacked anymore. Ever since the election denier uh, truth quote truth came out that uh, Trump was a liar. Uh, Mike Lindell's a liar. Carrie uh, Lake is a liar. Um, you know, uh, you're a liar. I'm a liar. Um, Wouldn't you like to sheriff, be a liar too? The, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the sheriffs uh, who are who, who have conducted uh, very professional. Yeah, they're all liars, even though there's arrests. Yeah. They're they've made arrests. They're liars. They're all liars uh, because Sam, the Dominion computers are just like the rest of these computers. They are not hackable. Uh, they are uh, solid with uh, protections and integrity, and our elections are in good hands because computers are tabulating the votes for the American people. And there's no government purpose of these computers, uh, none whatsoever, but they're reassuring all of us that the liars like Mac and Bushman and Lake and Lindell and Trump, they're all a bunch of liars because these computers. Yeah, but don't worry. Dumb. Donald Trump went to East Palestine uh, and he bought food at McDonald's for the uh, first responders and many of the town folks. And he told the staff <laughs> at McDonald's, he says, I even know the menu better than you guys do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, at least he didn't. At least he didn't lie about that. Uh, you know, I would have probably picked a little bit better uh, nutrition food, but 
you know, well, again, uh, the reason that he the reason that he goes to McDonald's all the time, I don't know if he likes the food or not, but the reason that he goes there is because he really wants to articulate that he's maybe has money and he may be successful and everything else, but he's one of the common folk. And that's yeah. really what he's trying to get across. And that's where most politicians, believe it or not, fail to connect. They don't understand. They mock Donald. But you know what? He connects on a real on a, on a very real uh, basis or way with people in that, you know what? His sons grew up driving tractors and, and hanging out and eating lunch with the. Um, the average worker, uh, he, he understands how to connect in a different way. And the politicians mock Donald, but they don't understand that. This is critical to what he does. Yeah. Well, I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant that he went there. Uh, people say it was really self-serving politics and a photo op for him. I don't, I don't really care. What his message was, was simply this. The federal government's not doing anything. Uh, and if I were still president, this is what I would be doing. I think that's a terrific message. Uh, of course, was he playing politics? Of course he was. Of course he was. But, Who wouldn't? But it was. He gave out Trump yeah, water, exactly. for heck's sake, right? That's the intelligence of one Donald Trump. You know, he he knows he knows when uh, to grandstand, and it was a very good grandstand. And but I, Sam, I got it. I'm glad you brought this part up because I have to tell you. How is it that Buddy Gage, Buddy Gage, whatever, what you know, I've never Buttigieg. been Buttigieg, Buttigieg, well, uh, how is it that he is uh, in charge of, uh, what, transportation for America? Yeah, yeah. Well, then what does that got to do with it after it wrecks and it's now an EPA problem? Why do we care if the guy in charge of transportation goes to look over a a, 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 a man caused disaster? Well, and he, and he knows nothing about a disaster or the train wreck the or the cleanup or anything anyway. Exactly. Why do I need him there? Because so it's a great photo op. At, but but the real story is that you know what? I guess Joe was over there. Uh, I don't know if Hunter went along or not. But Joe was over there in the Ukraine while this was going down, right? Well, yeah, he's trying to shore what up the his, heck. Uh, he's trying to shore up his. Uh, you know, uh, Biden went over to Ukraine about what six times in in a year and a half while he was vice president. I guess he was trying to make sure that his son got that good job. And you know, the, Sam, it, it would take it would take a five year old that's just graduating from kindergarten to uh, draw the conclusions that Hunter and Joe both have very strong connections to uh, Ukrainian uh, corruption. Uh, and that Hunter was getting huge amounts of money from Ukraine uh, to sit on one of their boards uh, and uh, taking money because of who his dad is. Everybody knows that. And that's exactly what was going on. And Biden, Joe Biden, is trying to cover all that up now. But why don't we dig in, find out the truth, and arrest people, Kevin McCarthy, huh? Liberty Roundtable live with a good sheriff in seconds. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com How do you know your child loves you? When he calls and he says, uh, Dad, why don't we uh, go fishing? It's very simple, but it, it really counts. They make a song up, and they come into our bedroom and say, we made a song, and will you listen to it? Our next year oldest daughter came to me with tears in her eyes, and she said, Daddy, I just thank you for coming home every night when we were growing My up. My son does the nicest things. When he's playing outside, he'll come in and just give me a hug and run right back outside. My daughter goes to the same high school that I'm the registrar at, and... I'll go into my office after the bell has rung, and there's a note on my desk. And it'll usually say, Mom, I love you. I'm thinking about you. And I you. think of my boy that uh, we finally got him through graduation. and He came up to me and said, I made it. Thanks. Family, isn't it about time? That's all I said. And that meant everything to me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Back with you live, Sheriff Richard Mack and Sam Bushman on your radio, CSPOA.org. Become a member of the Posse today and join the incredible Posse coming up in a little bit. Uh, Sheriff Mack, you with us? I am here, Sam. All right. So uh, I want to talk to you about Donald Trump a little bit more. One thing is going to McDonald's and doing the right thing politically speaking. But I don't know if you know, um, Jack Smith uh, is going after the Donald big time. Smith, they say, is entering an endgame in the Donald Trump attack. And you saw that bimbo lady running around uh, as the foreman of the jury or whatever, speaking out, saying, yeah, I think there's going to be indictment. She was literally giddy. It reminded me of those girls that went after the uh, Supreme Court justice um, back in the Kavanaugh. day. Or who? Kavanaugh. Yeah, Kavanaugh. It reminded me of those girls. She was all giddy and smiley and tried to be all sexy. And, oh, I'm the jury lady. And, oh, yeah, you know, Donald thinks he's okay. But mm, there's things coming down. And, I mean, she probably poisoned the well with regards to the um, the case. That's my first impression of her. She's loony. Yeah, she's loony. Uh, She's crazy. But, look, if the DA chooses to indict Donald Trump, it's going to be a massive story. Do you think this is going to happen? What do you think is going to is this all just theater, or do you think there's really uh, teeth behind it? If he does, uh, his first complaint is against her for going public and going on on uh, national television shows, uh, making herself a celebrity, uh, parading herself in front of all the uh, Donald Trump haters. Uh, I don't. I don't think that has ever been done in the history of grand juries, uh, and 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 they're not even done yet. You know these. <laughs> Uh, she should already be dismissed from the jury, uh, and uh, it looks like if they don't have enough to, already there to take her place, but it's ridiculous that she's still on the jury. That's that's absolutely absurd, uh, and 
the this is again a, an indictment against the grand jury system in this country. Amen. And uh, if I've ever seen a bimbo eruption, though, this is it. I mean, that girl oh, was literally totally. smiling and laughing, and I mean, it was goofy. It was literally well, scary. It's like that freaky yeah, well, woman that that wants to chase you around and like stuff. Her? Well, uh, how else would a woman like her, a person like her, uh, ever get on a TV or radio show? It's because she's on a position to go after Trump, and of course everybody wants her. And every one of those agencies, uh, news agencies, if you can call them that, know darn well that they should not be trying to interview somebody on a grand jury. They're helping ruin the entire process. Well, and that's my question, though. You know what? If there was a plan to use this against Donald the whole time but never have anything go further, I always maintain that a lot of these political talk show hosts and everything else, they'll bring you to the brink of frustration. They'll bring you to the brink of anger. They'll bring you to the point of getting incensed and hand-wringing, and, but they'll never bring things to the brink of arrests and real accountability. Okay, They'll bring you all the way almost there, but yet, you know what? You, you, psych, you can't have a drink of that water. Um and this is kind of what I mean. You look at this and you go, wow. So this lady poisons the well. You blame it on some bimbo. And you go, yeah, the case is all thrown out against the Donald. Knowing all along that you had no case against the Donald in the first place, you bring it up. You don't have to release all the details. Or you say, yeah, we had the goods on Donald, but it got tainted. We have to let it go. It's always coming to the brink, but never really accountability. Now, I'm not here to barbecue the Donald over this at all. What I'm here to say, though, is every time when you think there's something serious going on, it turns out to be a big old nothing burger, right? They harassed Donald all the time with this for months, 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 months on end, and now it's going to, what, be a mistrial because of a bimbo? What? <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, this the, and for any of them to expect to get any credibility from this lady. Uh, I mean, they even made fun of her on uh, SNL this past Saturday, and, and I don't watch SNL, but... Uh, I saw it on uh, MSN where I get a lot of my news. I get most of my news off of the computer. Um, and, and and I'm not even sure you, how much that is reliable. But uh, be that as it may, I saw a little. Uh, Compared to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir, it's not reliable well, at all. But other than that, yeah. hey. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and much more entertaining. Uh, Liberty Roundtable is much more entertaining and intriguing. But uh now, well, I wouldn't a, have the bimbo on because I wouldn't want to taint the the thing in the first place. I don't think she's a well, good interview at all. Not. I would never no, do it. it. It might even be – it's probably borderline illegal for anyone to ask to interview somebody sitting on a current grand jury. Uh, I mean, how ridiculous can you get? And but how he, do we get a the, grand jury to go this far against Donald Trump in the first place, but yet Joe yeah. Biden and Hunter Biden, there's not even any real allegations filed? I mean, yeah. or I'm sorry, anything filed beyond allegations? I don't well, understand it, Sheriff. Yeah, we know for a fact that uh, Biden committed quid pro quo, which is the reason Donald Trump was uh, impeached. And And the absurdity of that impeachment and the absurdity of the second one, after he's already been uh, unelected. I mean, this is just Washington, D.C., uh, its normal corrupt self. And, and we're all sitting here saying, and we're trusting these people with our lives and, and our fortunes and uh, the sanctity of our families. Uh, it, it's just such a joke. And the American people have been so accustomed to it that it goes to our, our quote from, uh, Michael Peruca uh, regarding uh, 
Thomas Paine, a long habit of not thinking a thing to be wrong gives it a superficial appearance of being correct. Amen. And, and that's what's happening to the American people. The American people have become so accustomed to all of this crap and all of this corruption that it's just, it's okay. It's politics. And that's, sorry, that's just politics, folks. You know, don't you know it's okay to be dishonest? It's okay to be treasonous because it's just politics, you know? And, and it's sickening where, where we've gone. All right, here's a question for you. Does Donald go to the big house or the White House? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, he wouldn't be, you wouldn't be as, you wouldn't be asking that question, Sam, if he was, uh, if he were not running for president again. My advice to him, if, if he would ever call me and ask me, uh, would have been, I would have told him, um, Mr. Trump, uh, you've done your part. Uh, you are a pretty good president. Uh, in fact, one of the best we've had in a long time. But you and your family deserve a rest. You certainly do. Uh, and they're just going to go after you and go after you and go after you until you stop running. Uh, because what you have done is do the thing that the Democrats and a lot of Republicans hate more than anything else in the world, and that is expose them for the dishonest traitors they really are. They don't want you in there again because you're going to do it again. Uh, and <laughs> uh, you, you notice that not one, not one single person in the media or politician has apologized to him now that they've proven that the Russia uh, complaints against him, that his connection, his sometime, somehow his com campaign and his family and Donald were connected to Russia uh, trying to commit some sabotage on the American people or Congress or whatever, or the election. Uh, and it's all of, it's been proven to be a big fat lie, which most of us said all along anyway, because it was it was all hyperbole and no evidence, never any evidence, never. And so how many of, has CNN apologized? No, none of them. <laughs> do, you think go, do you think he'll be president again? Will Donald win? Uh, the likelihood is this time, uh, I believe, uh, just because of all the horrible things that have happened, that a Republican should win. And it looks like he should win the nomination. He's way ahead in the polls but um then it takes us back to his biggest complaint and that is election fraud and so uh you yeah, and he's I, hold on he's betrayed that now this is where i have a problem with the donald he wanted to yeet the constitution entirely number one number two now he says he's gonna back election mail-in balloting and early voting two things he claimed yeah. was fraud before but he says i gotta do it because we gotta play the game sheriff yeah, I saw that, and uh, uh, the only reason, the only thing I think that he's uh, thinking there is I can't lick him. I might as well join him. And uh, but, again, but there's no another, way to stand for liberty. Come on. Oh, of course not. But it's it's uh, politics. It's another political stand that uh, he took a measured uh, approach on. He that wasn't not a knee jerk reaction. That was something he said. Well, look, they're not going to stop this. I might as well come out 
and, and say, uh, play the game with them. So he's playing the game. Uh, what really so worries me? Let me get me this straight. Moment. If I can't stop fraud, I'm going to commit fraud. Or he's going to support fraud. Yeah, uh, he might not be committing it, but yeah, he's definitely got a problem there. Yeah, so, that's that's to me a problem. All right, what, the question is now he's attacking Ron DeSantis. Another stupid move. I don't see the value of attacking folks in our own party. It Let's come stupid. back and talk about that. What if DeSantis isn't even really running? What if DeSantis is going to wait and gracefully, uh, you know what, have a landslide in 2028? Uh, let's talk about it with a good sheriff in seconds. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Lance Pry. In the Alex Murdoch trial, the defense has rested. Prosecutors plan to call more witnesses, and jurors will visit the crime scene soon. The Supreme Court is taking up a legal fight over President Biden's executive order plan to wipe away student loan debt and put the financial obligation onto you, the taxpayer. The high court is hearing arguments today and two challenges to the plan, which so far has been blocked by judges on lower courts. Arguments are scheduled to last about two hours. President Biden held a Black History Month reception at the White House. History matters. History matters, and black history matters. Look, I can't just choose to learn what we want to know. We learn what we should know. We have to learn everything, the good, the bad, the truth, and who we are as a nation. After the Department of Energy announced the origins of COVID-19 probably started in a Wuhan lab, the White House is backpedaling. They say that there is no consensus within the Biden administration over the origins of the COVID-19 virus. The Energy Department, which had previously been undecided on the origins of the pandemic, recently joined the FBI in saying that the virus likely spread via a mishap at a Chinese laboratory. Eating eggs may help your heart. A new study suggests eating eggs may be good for the heart. According to the journal Nutrients, eating one to three eggs each week could reduce the likelihood of cardiovascular disease by 60%. People who ate four to seven eggs cut the risk of heart disease by 75%. The study was conducted with more than 3,000 healthy folks in Greece. I'm Julio Flores. The U.S. Marshals Service announced a security breach over a week ago that resulted in the compromise of sensitive information through a ransomware attack. The affected system contains law enforcement sensitive information, USMS investigations, and certain USMS employees. This is USA News. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firms online at CordellCordell.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Online at CordellCordell.com. CordellCordell.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065.
Live with Sheriff Richard Mack, we're talking about Donald Trump and his foolish mistakes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeeting the Constitution, getting rid of that is one of them. Secondly, doubling down and saying, let's early vote. Let's have vote by mail. <laughs> Fraudulent as all get out. It's insanity. I don't, I don't even understand how you go ahead and even advocate for this with a straight face, Donald, after all that you've said and done. I wonder what Mike Lindell would feel about that. But I say shame on you. Uh, Donald Trump, you should put money into the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, put money into True the Vote so we can go ahead and take it to the enemy uh, and tell the truth and call them to account. Sheriffs are doing more good on this uh, than anybody else, bar True the Vote, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And Donald needs to get in the game, that's for sure. So uh, what about DeSantis, though? He's attacking Ron, and Ron's not even running, Sheriff. What the heck's going on here? Well, I I think it's kind of obvious that uh, like i told you for the last year or more uh, as soon as trump left office uh i said he was going to run again everybody questioned that whether he would i said he's been running the whole time uh during the 22 primaries he was running the whole time uh he was uh, gathering supporters by issuing his endorsement of people who he didn't even know but whoever republican was looking like they would win he endorsed them, like Lombardo, former sheriff of Clark County. Lombardo now is the governor of Nevada. And uh, so uh, Trump was just, again, politically astute, uh, trying to get future supporters for his election in 24. It's obvious he is. It's obvious that DeSantis is running. I wish that Trump would pull in his uh, proclivity to fighting uh, against all uh, opponents instead of taking a friendlier uh, and a united uh, approach saying, look, these are good people. Uh, I'm the better candidate here and uh, I've already proven what I can do in the White House. Uh, but he, he, his personality isn't geared towards that. Uh, it's always about winning and losing and he's got to let everybody know that these guys are losers and and even though they are good people, I think DeSantis is a very good man. I don't agree with everything he's done, obviously. I don't agree with everything Trump has done. Um, uh, but he sure did some good things uh, and some uh, very historical things uh, as far as his, his foreign affairs, his, his uh, stance against China and uh, his e- economic uh, boon for America. Uh, some people say that the pandemic was uh, aimed politically at him because he was doing so well as president and especially his economy was doing the best in 50, 60 years in America. And, and so, uh, you know, all of that is irrefutable. And so obviously it looks like the pandemic was staged to go after him regardless of, regardless of that, uh, DeSantis is running and I wish that Trump and he would come together. He's not running yet. Well, no, not officially. Uh, I guess we only have, uh, Nikki Haley for the only one for sure. I don't even know if Trump is officially announced, has he? Yeah, Trump has. Okay. So there's, uh, but there's DeSantis two- hasn't. And, and my point is DeSantis might politely wait. And if Donald treats DeSantis right, he might wait till 2028 and, and really make a big difference. I don't see why we have a rift between the two of them. Uh, that's, in my opinion, uh, Donald-driven, very foolish indeed. But you know what? Obama might win 2024. You know what? What if they did a uh, Barack Obama? I mean, I'm sorry. What if they did a, a uh, Joe Biden slash Michelle Obama ticket? They'd probably win. 
Or what if they did a Barack Obama vice president? So it used to be uh, Barack Biden. Now it's Biden Barack uh, ticket. You know, the Democrats uh, might actually be able to shake this up in a very, very concerning way, Sheriff Mack. Yeah, uh, first of all, Michelle, for some reason, has never held a public office and never really done anything in her life. Uh, And now they, even like uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, are very wealthy. Uh, How did Bernie Sanders get so wealthy? He sells wealth, uh, and yet he's a multimillionaire now. The Obamas are huge uh, multimillionaires. Uh, And, in fact, Obama's been thinking about buying uh, a a sports franchise, uh, and that takes a lot of money. Uh, But his name is a lot of money. So, anyway, he's very wealthy. They're very wealthy. I don't think Michelle wants to um, throw a wrench in all of that. I don't think she would do it because uh, she didn't like the time she was there. But anybody who wants to be free and and continue on with their uh, life the way it is, you do not want uh, to be president of the United States or vice president either. Uh, it, and I, I would tell you, I, I don't think I could handle being president. I have to be able to walk outside, uh, walk around the block, uh, go for a walk with my grandkids, go play in the park, you know, oh, you can do all of that on the White House grounds and whatnot. You know, you see, you, you're pretty much in prison at the, on the White House grounds. I, I would tell you, Trump this. You need DeSantis on your side if, if you're going to run. If he doesn't run, uh, if he does run, you need him on your side right after that. For you not to think of that uh, is ridiculous and to start fighting and making enemies of every, anybody or, or anybody and everybody. They're even on the polls that they didn't even put themselves on there. Uh, what if you, you know, have a Biden-Obama ticket in some way, whether it's Michelle or Barack? Who knows? Barack could run yeah. for vice president, by the way. There's no rules against that. So what if you had a Biden-Barack ticket or Biden, Biden-Michelle ticket, in other words, Biden-Obama, right. uh, and maybe Jill runs? Uh, who knows, too? Uh, and maybe it's Michelle and Jill. Who knows? But that combination. And then you had a combination of uh, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Maybe they worked it out and, and agree to work together. Uh, what about two tickets like that? Yeah, that's my point. Uh, I, I think Trump would be thinking most of the people that would be going for DeSantis, uh, you know, 95% of them are going to vote for him anyway, even if he does mistreat him, uh, which is probably tr- close to the truth. But I think they would be a stellar uh, political uh, team to beat. Fourth, uh, yeah. I, I think they're very difficult to beat them, uh, the two of them. Uh, so maybe, All maybe, right. but Trump, Trump lives in Florida, and of course, DeSantis lives in Florida, so he would probably want to pick some conservative out in, you know, Arizona or maybe I don't or, know. Uh, Florida is such a swing state, and Ron has so much support. It's kind of fascinating. Think about it right now, Ron. I mean, I'm sorry, Joe. Uh, let, let's say this over. Donald Trump was Ron's president. Ron <laughs> is Trump's governor. So it's a very interesting twist uh, on yeah. this uh, as we speak about it and very fascinating. But I think we need a, really a Donald Trump and a Ron DeSantis ticket. And I'm not really fond of voting for either of them uh, because I always vote third party, but we never win doing that is the sad part. Um, but there you have it. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that matchup as things unfold. It's very strange indeed. But you know what, Donald? 
it's time to stop attacking Ron. I mean, it's time to, yeah, stop attacking Ron. You have no business. You're wasting time. You're dividing us all. You're frustrating us. Don't jettison the Constitution. Don't backvote an election fraud. Don't go against Ron. Don't do stupid stuff, Donald. And if you need me to sit down in Mar-a-Lago over a steak and talk to you about this, we can do that. But come on, buddy. Come to your senses because you're not gaining ground this way. You're going to absolutely marginalize yourself out of the presidency uh, if you're not very careful. All right, Mike Lindell now says he's going to sue Kevin McCarthy for sharing January 6th footage with Tucker Carlson and Fox alone, saying, look, that's the people's footage. You have no business giving it to a gatekeeper like that. Shame on you. And Mike Lindell's proposing to sue McCarthy. Amen, Sheriff. What do you say? Yeah, amen to that. Uh, I don't. Uh, first of all, uh, it, it could be borderline illegal for him to share that with just one agency like that. Um, uh, at least it's not fair. And I believe uh, the other news agencies definitely have a lawsuit. And Lindell has a news agency that he owns. So it might be that uh, he has a very legitimate claim uh, against uh, Kevin McCarthy. I don't know what would be in McCarthy's mind that he thinks he can do that except normal politics in Washington, D.C. I do. Yeah, what I here's want. what I think. Kevin made this promise when he was hoping to be speaker. He didn't know if he'd right. get there or not. Once he got there, now he's forced to keep the promise. And this is his way to really. Right. Um, in my opinion, pay homage to the deep state and say, yeah, I'll give it to a gatekeeper to where the real stuff won't come out, but there'll be enough to get the people riled up and incensed and feel like I've done something. It's his way to deceive everyone. Uh, But shame on McCarthy. And I would say to some degree, shame on Tucker. Tucker should basically say, you know what? Thank you for turning the footage over to me. Now I'm releasing it to the public. But see, Tucker doesn't have the guts to do that either. But if I was given the footage, you know, the first thing I'd do is turn around and release it to everybody. And if they said, Sam, you can't release it to everybody, on, in other words, you got to agree to that to get the footage, then I'd blow the whistle and say, look, they were supposed to give me this footage, but they told me I couldn't release it to everybody, so I'm not accepting the footage. Right. Uh, either way, shame on Tucker and Fox. Yeah, and and Fox is uh, coming out and saying now that there were Fox uh, journalists or talk show hosts that covered up the uh, evidence for uh, uh, the lies that were told about uh, election fraud. There you have it, Lyndon. Lab leak, most likely origin of COVID-19, now says, well, the FBI and the Energy Department and a bunch of people. We'll talk about it with a good sheriff in seconds. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. As you all know, 
Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. All right, Sheriff Mack with me, ladies and gentlemen. So lab leak, most likely origin of COVID. Now the Justice Department and the FBI claim, yeah, they had to revise their assessment based on new intelligence, according to the Wall Street Journal. We said that from the start, Sheriff, and they mocked us, ridiculed us, called us terrorists, and he uh, deplatformed us and shadow banned us and everything else. Now the Justice Department and the FBI agrees with partially the assessment that we made. I say it wasn't an accidental leak. It was an intentional leak from a lab. But we agree now that it was a lab, not Fauci's lie or Fauci's facade. Uh, and now they're coming halfway to the truth, which is, hey, it came from a lab. They're admitting it now. Sheriff? Well, <laughs> um, funny how um, the mainstream media keeps uh, making you and me look better. But it always takes them three or four or five years to get there. So maybe now they're going to realize that the sheriffs that have stood and conducted investigations about election fraud, that there no, really is election fraud in America. They've got brain damage. They cannot make that leap, sir, regardless of the facts. They cannot, right. will not make that leap. Let me give you the point. Looks like this. Joe Biden now blatantly, openly supports gain-of-function research. That's what the National Security Spokesman, John Kirby, said during the White House briefing. Joe backs gain-of-function research, even though whacked-out Fauci said that they weren't doing it. Now we have proof they were doing it, and Joe backs it. Yeah, of course. Well, those two big ones, the election fraud and the vaccine lies and hoax um sam it was more than obvious because fauci even said it himself that a vaccine would not be ready and for two to ten years to get it he said properly tested would take two to ten years then he was all over uh, a vaccine that had very little or no testing whatsoever and that the uh ingredients to this so-called vaccine were extremely suspect and uh, more than likely uh, a potential uh, death sentence to anybody who took it. Uh, We spoke with Ryan this morning who uh, (laughs) took the vax and immediately had uh, heart problems where he obviously he had never had them before. Uh, a, A very good athlete very well in shape and 
that this this happens and people are looking at each other oh what what no um the the propaganda and the brainwashing is this is a good we've got to we've got to stay true to the vax and and to the hoax uh, and so you know sam uh, I, I love it when you and I uh, come out again and look like we were on the right side, but it's it's a pretty simple side to be on, Sam, and that is the side of liberty. And whether the vax was a good idea or not, it was not constitutional. And the effort and movement and the fanaticism that was and the and the extremism behind the ridiculous uh mandates to get vaxxed were were so obvious to anyone paying attention that this was just wrong and and firing people and arresting people and uh, arresting pastors and, and people going to church i mean it was so wrong but we saw the result of years and years of brainwashing in schools, colleges, universities, and public schools, that government is here to take care of us, and we can trust government. Um, and that and that played its course. It it came to fruition, and we saw how many people just lined up. And we are a bunch of sheep. We don't know any better because we've never been properly educated or trained in the principles of liberty of life liberty and the pursuit of happiness sad but factual ladies and gentlemen final store before the end of the hour that i've got to focus on ladies and gentlemen i've got to highlight this um it's a must watch ladies and gentlemen non-compliant two the documentary created by chris ann hall uh and others and this documentary is incredible and uh sheriff mack uh, is right at the start of the film and uh, almost everything that is focused on in the movie keys off of Sheriff Mack's comments. Uh, but the sheriffs swore an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States. He's not a hiring of the state. He's elected by the people. And there was a sheriff in New Mexico who stood up against the lockdowns, against the tyrannical governor of the state of New Mexico, and literally deputized all of his citizens and the New Mexico state cops and the governor all were forced to back down. So to you who say the sheriffs have no authority, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Nevertheless, Sheriff, this is an incredible movie that people must watch. Yeah. Sheriff Hamilton was the one that did that. And he's been to at least one of our CSPOA trainings, but he could help. He could help us train. Uh, there's a, a good solid constitutional sheriff sheriff hamilton uh another one is sheriff harrington uh that also was in uh chris Hans movie and, and sam i would i'm going to call a spade a spade here i think chris Ann and her husband are, are really good people uh but um they they literally took my life's work uh, and put it in that movie and I'm, I feel complimented by that, uh, and I'm not asking for credit or anything, even though I was interviewed for uh, the movie. Didn't really know what this movie was about when I did that. 
because uh, I really I just thought it was like you said the title is non-compliance, which we have been a part of for a long time, and we've had Chris Ann speak at our conferences and conventions, and she's always done very well, and she's always been very well received. Um, and the movie left out a few things, and so I have watched the movie last night with with my wife. She was very impressed, very moved. Uh, and my wife turned to me, and we were both thinking the same thing. You need to complete this, and we're gonna. We are. We're going to do our own movie, uh, not as a response, but hopefully as um, uh, as a, a continuation of the theme and the surrounding yeah, of and, yeah, and exactly. encompassing of the focus and the point being made. Her point's incredible. But I will say but we want to bring you. historical I, context and reality to it, right? Right, and I agree with you. Everyone should watch this movie uh, because it brings to life uh, the value of the constitutional sheriff. And Sheriff Hamilton, uh, saving uh, a pastor from arrest and shutdown uh, from the thugs of Mexico, New Mexico, who were ordered by their governor, and these officers admitted they just take orders from the governor and they do it, even though... Uh, they even said, they were asked, didn't you swear an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution? We, well, yeah, I did, but I have, to, I have to do what the governor said. Uh, uh-huh. and, and these are good people. These are good people very willingly doing the wrong thing. But they need CSBOA uh, training is what they need, Sheriff. Oh, good gosh, yes. <laughs> and the, another example, you can't do this. You can't realize what you're doing if you don't get trained properly. And they've proven... Uh, and Chris Ann even said in the movie, the police academies in this country don't train on this stuff. And that's part of the problem. And that's why we continue to have re- ridiculous efforts from cops in this country that go awry and end up hurting or even killing people because these cops have never been properly trained. And I try to tell people that. And. They, they just the, the law enforcement community nationwide just doesn't get it. They think more of the same. Oh, well, we're training de-escalation training. I said, really? And what does that consist of? A, an officer taking a step back or, or trying to be more user friendly? All they do is do more mainstream training. They don't revamp or change the type of training. Because they truly don't even understand is the problem, ladies no. and gentlemen. But you know what? We can help them, and we will. But listen, you got to go watch this movie. Noncompliantmovie.com is where you go. Noncompliantmovie.com. And we love what Chris Ann did. I personally think, you know, she should have focused on the Supreme Court case decision more, the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered. Uh, number she never one. even brought it up. And I, and I think that's critical. Um, so, you know what? She's done a wonderful job. She's trained with us and been a partner forever. We support her work 100%. However, we want to create a movie that will give you the context and the history for the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered. We also want to give you the context to the modern-day sheriff's movement. And that was created really by Richard Mack's stand over guns, right? The right to keep and bear arms was protected 25-plus years ago by Sheriff Richard Mack and others. Uh, We want to highlight that. We want to give you the context uh, we want to, uh, and, and so there's a lot more to be told in the story is the point. So we're going to be combining a couple of Richard's former books for that purpose, and we're going to be working on a movie 
for that purpose. We're going to put together a need for funding, and we need all of you to help us get that done. But that is the plan. Sheriff? It is, and and, uh, this is something we've been talking about for a long time. Uh, I've already got Kelly working on that. Uh, He's my um, editor for my books. And uh, so we're going to combine our two law enforcement books, the county sheriff and then the proper rule of law enforcement. We're going to combine those and add the the book title that I've been wanting to do. We're going to make it a chapter, COVID-19, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And we're going to compare the insane asylum that Jack Nicholson was in in that movie. We're going to compare that to what's going on today. And the insane asylum actually is going to be – well, the United States Capitol and the White House. It's going to be Washington, D.C. <laughs> and that's going to be the new uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. That's going to be the cuckoo's nest. And that's how crazy things have gotten. We've, we've said that every show. The reason you and I have a successful show here, Sam, especially you, is because Washington, D.C. has indeed become a very corrupt cuckoo's nest where they're willing to sacrifice the lives of innocent Americans put innocent Americans in prison, uh, have innocent Americans like the 58,000 that were killed in Vietnam War over politics uh, and a ridiculous war that we should have never been involved in and didn't accomplish anything as a result of the Vietnam War. All we did was kill 58,000 Americans and, oh, well, we built them a monument. We built a monument in Washington, D.C. near the Lincoln Memorial. Uh, for the Vietnam heroes. Now, this was this was a war uh, that LBJ lied about to get us in. Uh, the, Amer- the, the, the politics... Sounds like all modern wars that are non-declared, huh? Well, yes, of course, Sam. But the politics behind <laughs> it was the subterfuge. Bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, is we're making a movie. And we're thinking of what to call it right now. We know a lot of the content already. It's going to take some cash, though, baby. But we got a lot going on. We're going to give you the history of Sheriff Mack becoming a true constitutional peace officer, one who truly defends and protects, one who truly stands up, and others who have done so. Those who are heroes that gave him the mojo and the guidance and the example in the first place, and then those who have come alongside for the incredible ride. We're doing it all, ladies and gentlemen, on Brighty on Radio and TV. We're doing it on the Sheriff Mack Show, on Liberty Roundtable Live, syndicated by Loving Liberty Radio Networks, lovingliberty.net. We have faith in America. They say we're anti-government, but we say this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.